when you have this, so many people just lined up waiting like at the baggage claim for this girl group called SID. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. Nachos amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Hallyujuku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, creeping into my side of the screen. Uh, it's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to stay over there. <laughs> I want to be closer. I want to. I want to. I want to take over. I want the whole screen. No. Yes. Um. Well, it is Brandon that. Cooper, aka King Kaz. I am. I am King Kaz. I am that. I am uh, who PD introduced me as. That's what it says on my birth certificate and on my Twitter. Um. We are here to discuss the week's worth of uh, K-pop and J-pop out there in the world, or as we like to call it, East Asian pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gathered to talk about East Asian pop culture, as he said. Um, and of course, we start every episode talking about what's new, Cass. What is new? Yes. What is new with you? Um, it's been a relatively slow, slow week, uh, premiering new things and doing all that stuff. So, uh, I didn't really get a chance to, like, kind of check out all the goings on in uh k-pop this weekend it was relatively slow because the world's been dominated by big bang yes <laughs> um <laughs> which we will have a, a special that, yeah. Yeah, we will especially have a special how Juku talks video on all upon itself about big bangs uh, uh comeback so look out for that um, so other than that, uh, I kind of scrounged and I, I, I don't want to make it sound that bad. I kind of scrounged together to find some songs, uh, find some new releases for myself. And this one, uh, by Elise called I'm good yeah. featuring our boy, uh, Kay Kay Will. Will. Um, it's a relatively kind of slow ballady song. I love that. I got to add before it, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I liked it. I, I, I need to listen to it a few more times, definitely. Uh, but I kind of liked it in its an initial um, play, uh, the initial listen that I, I kind of gave to it. Um, but I, there's a lot of I like about it. So I, I definitely like the piano. I love her voice. Uh, I'm not even gonna, you know, gush over K. Will because I, I I love K. Will's singing voice. I love the way he sounds. I love how he arranges his so- self in songs. But Elise, uh, who's somebody I'm not super familiar with, Elsie. Uh, um, well, we'll talk. I'll, I'll go ahead and ask I, you. I keep calling her Elise. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead. And I'll, I'll let you know about some rumors. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Um. I don't know. There, there's not really much to gush over. It's a really well put together song. Uh, kind of a generic-ish video. Um, uh, a little, you know, uh, yeah. sad and ballady. Yeah, ballady, lovey-dovey kind of visual story that goes on, but you can tell there's some heartbreak. <laughs> some heartbreak and and thoughtfulness and this dude taking a shower with his clothes on and because he's that emotional it's that he couldn't even take his clothes off he couldn't bring himself to to you know take his clothes off to, um, to, to shower um but, so we we started uh, so the, also part of this is the uh, who is elsie thing uh one thing elsie yeah. is not the girl you see lip syncing one thing <gasps> what? um yeah. Who who if if you were to try to guess 
Uh, no, it, if I told you that it's somebody uh, from an established group making a solo debut under kind of a different name to set herself apart, who would you guess? Just listening to the song, maybe okay. after hearing some, uh, some singers. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to guess who. The funny thing is, probably the, 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 the personal name, you probably don't know the name, but yeah, you'll know the group, but you might not know the name. Um, is it. Alright, let me try to guess the group. Is it. It's a, is it a group that's still promoted? It's a group that is still an active group. Uh, a maybe established active group. Yes. Is it Girls Generation? No. Oh, damn. But you're close. I'm lost now. I'm lost. Uh. Oh, AOA. No, no, no. Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't think. I can't think. Uh, so I too many things. So it, it it seems like it's it's actually fairly like the the least well kept secret about this about LC is that it's the solo debut of uh, Tiara's Injung. Um, Tiara's Injung making her solo debut uh, with a song with uh, K Will, which is interesting uh, because. You know, making a new name instead of banking off of her established name with Tiara. Uh, yeah. That is interesting. Uh, but it almost like, I wonder if it's off of like the fact that uh, Tiara is, you know, Tiara's stock in, in the world of K-pop. Kind of how down it is. Uh, you know, we looked at their the disparity between their international fandom and their domestic fandom. So, I don't know. Uh, knowing that, what's your impression of? of I don't. Know, I still liked that. it. It, yeah. it doesn't change it because I. I, I mean, I, let, I try to let the music speak for itself as much as I can. Um, I try not to let the impression of who it is um, uh, change my judgment. Even though I'm not gonna lie, that Big Bang stuff is really cool because it's Big Bang. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you come into something like this. Um, I just, I don't know, I kind of let it speak for itself. So I, I kind of give her that respect to try to uh, not bank on who she already is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's interesting. But that that being set aside, uh, you got some more music. Something I, I gave I you. I will have some more music. Yeah. Um, so this other thing I got in here uh, is from a group that I like. Uh, I haven't liked some of their latest releases, but um, this is a song from Mamora Clover Z. Um, in the kind of anticipation of new Dragon Ball Z coming out, um, they, they have a song in very Mamora Clover Z style. <laughs> yes. Um, lots of effects and lots of costumes. Um, kind of dedicated to uh, Mamora Clover Z, which, you know, it, if you hadn't figured that out yet. Dragon Ball Z, Memorial Clover Z. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know they they kind of take take this of their namesake and they they kind of kind of put out a fun poppy song uh, to kind of go along with it. It, it. It's very silly. It's and if you're not if you haven't seen the Memorial Clover Z kind of style and thing before, it's kind of going to be weird to you. Um, and and for those this this is J pop. Um, for those keeping points at home, we, we're, we're getting that mix of J-pop in here slowly but surely, yes. little by little. Um, we're getting to it, uh, you know. So, kind of as we go through these things and and, and see what what happens with this new DBZ, I think it's kind of fun for Memorial Club Z to do this. Yeah, it's also their name is a mouthful. Yes, Momo Club. Uh, that's why you go with Momo Club. Let's go Momo Club. Yeah. Exactly. That's why that exists in the world. Um, you know, it, 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 the style is interesting. I, I there's, I don't know if, it, if it, I listened to it before, and I can't say that it left a huge impression on me. But the the visual style is really cool. If the song isn't quite there for me, I mean, it's a, it's good, but it's it doesn't quite. 
don't know. It doesn't quite, like, quite leave a lasting impression. Like, uh, like I, had, I hate to say, but a lot of like established mainstream, main style uh, J-pop sen- tends to blend, especially with yeah. some of the vocal styles. Like, it tends to blend in my head. Uh, be it uh, AKB, sorry, Cass. <laughs> be it you know some of the kind of the main main like idol stuff, and you know Momoclo does put a unique spin on it, at least visually. But yeah, except for those few parts that are unique to Momoclo, if if those don't, if, if a lot of the rest of it just kind of like. Oh, it, it 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 underwhelms a little. I will say, <laughs> underwhelms a little. I'm I'm just gonna say, at this point, Crayon Pop did it all better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like FM was basically Momo Clothes. They basically came, snatched Momo Clothes' weave, and just ran away with it. You know, took their Sailor Moon thing, just uh, with better music. Shinsu Dong Tiger makes better music than this. Uh, and with a less of a budget. <laughs> with with an actual shoestring budget. Uh, which is fantastic. But I, I will say, I, I'm always going to at least uh, give respect and give and, tr- and always give a try to anything that Momoclo puts out, puts out. Just because they have put out enough good stuff for me to want to earn that respect of turn at least checking out what they got going yeah exactly so at least you know want to try it trying to check it out because you know there's a lot of good to be liked here and it works well as kind of getting you hyped for new dragon ball the be it the new mm-hmm. dragon ball z movie or the new dragon ball super which uh i think it's a really cool title and hopefully they don't change it for the uh for the for the american release they don't try to come up with some <laughs> other name for it like just Dragon yeah. Ball Super. Uh but yeah, Momoclo. Uh last but not least, what do you got, Kaz? Uh my last one, um it, as you know, I talked a lot about uh Show Me the Money. Um and a lot of the rappers who were on Show Me the Money. And this was um this is a song from another one of those rappers who was on Show Me the Money, did not win, um, didn't make it far. Didn't, didn't, like, you know, what wasn't one of the first ones out. Um, and his name is uh, Snake Snacky Chan. Um, um, and this is a song called Dummy for My Daughter, uh, featuring Tableau, of all people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, the thing about Snacky Chan is he's not the strongest Korean rapper. Um, and, and you you can kind of get that feel in here because he he does mix some English in here in parts. Um, yeah. And kind of his rhyme scheme is a little simple, but I thought it was a fun, cool song. Yeah, it was a cute song. It's a dad babble. Really, I, I really like it. <laughs> yeah, as you were saying, Cass. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just I I. Hold oh. on. Okay, I liked it, but there was you know it it. You have to kind of not every and not every rap song that comes out is going to be a banger. It's not going to be you know all that great, all that good. Um, cause some of them conceptually are better than others, but. This I enjoyed kind of for something first out from Snacky Chan because yeah. one, it, it's giving you this look at who he is as a rapper and as as a person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as a know, father. To, to kind of come out, yeah, because, you know, it's showing him as a teacher, showing him as a father, and, and talking about how, you know, much he loves his daughter, and then he got, of all people, I mean, come on, Tableau, who everyone <laughs> knows Tableau loves his goddamn daughter. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's a good kind of inceptual thing to, to do. Um, I do think he's going to have to really, really show in whatever his next release is yeah. to 
get people to want to listen outside of, oh, hey, Tableau's on this song, or outside of, oh, hey, this dude was on Show Me the Money, you know? Yeah, yeah. so it's like, uh, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, because, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it in the headlines, that there is going to be a new Show Me the Money, uh, and there's always some some rumored yeah. releases, you know, rumored names. Uh, so he might, you know, he might be one of those rumored names, one of those names that might pop up. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, he does have a cool style to it, and I like, I like the video is kind of cute and fun, and you know, it's about his daughter, and we got puppet tableau. Uh, I wonder if it's because he just didn't have <laughs> them all. I meant to bring that up. Yeah, um, it's it's the puppet tableau, like, it, like, oh, okay, like, uh, yeah. that's not. Tableau, but it's just like you know, most of these videos we see and you get, it's just not featuring. Uh, you know, usually the person's just not in the video at all. So at least give them that for doing puppet Tableau. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm wondering if you just didn't have the. It's just it's just kind of busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm glad at least he he came to the recording studio and did. did. <laughs> So, well, we don't even know that. He might have recorded it at YG and just sent in the... Or his, you know, <laughs> at Epic High Studio, like yeah. 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 Um, yeah, because you can always just email a track. It's like, yo, just send me that beat over. I'll just I'll just do it over here. It's like, like, oh, you do the video? It's like, ah, I don't think I'm going to be able to make the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like, uh, just, just do, you know, just lip sync over my thing. It's like, that's fine. <laughs> um well, hopefully hopefully uh hopefully good good things for snacky chan uh and his adorable daughter um but yeah music uh speaking of hip-hop speaking of like the hip-hop style uh one thing that definitely caught my attention this week a uh, new thing that caught my attention this week i guess new to me well it, it came out i think just last month uh was i was looking at spotify at random things and i think mainly stuff i was trying to find stuff by lim kim basically off of uh uh her most recent release uh but she's her none of her music is on spotify but things she's featured on uh are on spotify including primary and ohyuk's uh mini album slash ep uh which uh there's a couple of videos for a couple of songs of theirs and it has a really cool, interesting feel to it. It's primary, just like, just laying down music. And it just had just a cool, interesting, like, dreamy sound uh, for, for throughout all the tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, all, I think there was like four, maybe five tracks in total on the, on the EP. Uh, and it was super interesting. And one of them uh, is Island, which has its own video. Uh, which is kind of out there. Speaking of kind of acid trips, well, we weren't speaking of acid trips. We were doing that on. We'll speak about acid trips on the Big Bang, Hallie Juku talks. But uh, <laughs> this video kind of goes out there. It's all mainly CGI and motion capture, but it kind of cuts into the just a performance by uh, mo- the motion capture artist. Just video of her. Uh, just kind of dancing around doing the motions and then cuts back into the CGI world. Uh, yeah. And kind of creates this odd la- dream landscape, which fits the song really well. And yeah, I kind of enjoyed how relaxing both of these songs were. Yeah. You know? Like, the video, like for example, Island, the video is just like a little out there, but, and then starts playing with like how the cgi breaks <laughs> and the jittering and the stuff like that but overall even with like the, the the being out there and and kind of all the weird things that are happening to the you know like the artifacting and the, the weird things that's happening to the animation it is still at the end of the day kind of relaxing <laughs> uh yeah. like you know, like like what the hell is happening with his leg there it's like he's jumping off the pier um, I don't know. What, what, what did you think of, of these songs? Uh, the other song that had the video, which is uh, Gondry, which is definitely yeah. inspired by Michel Gondry, uh, definitely has his visual style, which is again another dreamscape because you can, uh, 
it, one of the cool things that that one does in a re- review was how the transitions were pink, kind of yeah. being like inside your eyes, like your eyes opening, which is interesting. Yeah. What, what like, did I, you um, think, Kaz? I don't know. I Like I said, I enjoyed kind of the relaxation of both of these tracks, right? Like, they're really super chill. Like, this, this is like music you could just kind of put on and like just sit and read to, you know? Um and like that's kind of just the overall vibe that I got from it. Like it, it, that's just kind of what I want to do with this. It's just kind of put it on and sit back and just kind of daydream uh listening to these songs. Uh like both of them. Uh yeah. the Gondry one and the Island one. Like definitely. Like the Island one is a little more trippy in its video to me. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh but I I definitely like kind of enjoyed both of them for their really like they're so super just kind of relaxing and and in their tone and in their inception and how they feel um that like i just enjoyed the fuck out of them man. like yeah. they're just so cool like yeah. um i yes. love the vocal work i love yeah. i love the musicianship that that you kind of hear which is probably all digital yeah uh, it's all primary. I think primary is just such a yeah. cool producer. Like when you see him, when you hear stuff working with hip hop artists, it's so cool. Uh, and then just like him in the studio by himself, it just creates such interesting things. And like uh, the videos have such really good cinematography. Uh, and like they work with the song so well. And yeah, this is just some cool tracks. I, I definitely. I recommend going out and checking it out. It's on, on Spotify. The whole like mini album is really cool. Like this one, like here's the, this is the song that I mentioned that is featuring Lim Kim, uh, yeah. And her vocals are contribute really well into like the feel of the song. Like she has such interesting vocals and they work well in this song. Uh, it's just so cool. Uh, but moving on to the next track, uh. I got it excited because I, I found out there was going to... I, on Crayon Pop's YouTube page, uh, they posted up a video and it was like, something, something with Crayon Pop's Cho and Wei. I'm like, what? What's going on? And it's Bear Planet uh, with the song Road or Gil, uh, with the featuring uh, in the song and obviously in the video, uh, Choa and Wei of Crayon Pop. Um uh, it's really cool for a couple of things. Bear Planet is the songwriter that is uh, the composer for Crayon Pop's Bar Bar Bar. Uh, so th- that's the connection between Crayon Pop and Chrome and, and Bear Planet. Uh, and this is as far from Bar 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 as you can imagine. Uh, but it's this really kind of a cool little like ballad song kind of. Uh, a little bit more upbeat than a than a sad ballad, but but it's an interesting song. Uh, interesting video. Uh, kind of hits you with the feels at the end a little bit. Uh, a couple surprises. Uh, has fun with the twins. A couple of main surprises. Uh, one of the main surprises is uh ways uh ways uh assets make a return. <laughs> and when you see her, when you see her in the leather pants, leather uh, pants, you see that side profile. Uh, if you remember from the from the Saturday night video, uh, you know that yeah. uh, Way has uh, has some working from back there. <laughs> uh, she kind of looks amazing in this outfit. She's looking like a badass. Like, like like straight up trying to swing off people you know go playing up ways thugonomic style you know just like the straight thug queen uh but yeah overall it's a kind of a fun video for a, kind of a cool song uh what what do you think Kaz? um the the video's really good the song I, i'm still waiting for the boat on yeah <laughs> like um I'm still trying to figure out how I how I feel about this song, um, but overall, I don't know. Musically, it's really good. I like it. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm still kind of yeah, not. I'm not sold on it yeah. right off the back, you know. Um, and I don't know if it's because I know it's kind of crayon pop, you know, in a sense, and it's just like 
eh, how am I supposed to feel about, you know, because yeah. this is not necessarily cram pop, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just was something that I'm, I'm kind of struggling, not struggling with. That, that's a bad term. Yeah. I'm just kind of trying to see how I feel about it. And then, uh, and then we see the reveal. She was blind. Oh, oh she was going blind. She was she going wasn't blind, blind all along. She was going. Blind. She was going blind, and yeah. then she went blind. And I don't know not, how that answers guns. You know, I don't know how that answers. It, it translates to dumping him. I'm sure he would have been very understanding. He was your boyfriend. He would have been very understanding. Uh Oh well, in the end, he did get to hook up with both. I, I feel like uh, I feel twins. like they set up the video sheet and then wrote the video there. Yes. <laughs> we were like, oh, we don't have a concept. Um, uh, oh, she's gone blind, and they, uh, and then uh, you're twins, right? Okay, great, great. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, she and of course, way the the thug queen already stepped up, already walked up in that outfit. It was like, you know what? That outfit works. You be the the kind of the the rainbucks one. We'll put her in a, a cuter outfit. Uh, you know, you know, kind of like how I talked about how Wei's uh, brass knucks. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, mm-hmm. but I mentioned it in the in the comments section somewhere. I said that uh, the brass knucks that she used in the FM video. I wonder if she just came to the set with them and they asked to borrow them <laughs> for the music video. It's like, oh, I got these brass knucks. It's like, all right, cool. We'll spray paint them <laughs> and use them for the video. Uh, she's a straight thug queen. Uh, but yeah, cool song. Uh, well, mainly cool video. And of course, the return of Waves, but donk donk But uh, last but not least, we had the comeback from uh, Play the Siren, of course, being the group yep. that uh, houses uh, the 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 young rapper, a uh, young up and coming rapper that we have followed for a while now, Casper. Uh, play the siren with their new song, uh, Green Light. This one features uh, Casper quite a bit, uh, along with a couple of male rappers. Uh, no, I know that they have the other female rapper that uh, didn't have a, didn't have any of a presence. Uh, there used to be a second girl. <laughs> I don't know where she went, but she did one quite in this, but mostly Casper. Uh, and it was a kind of a cool song. It was a kind of a cool, chill, uh, hip hop song. Just kind of like, uh, the, the song was cool. The, the video was simple that, uh, it had a cool beat to it. They, they run, they flowed well. Uh, there's not much to really say about the video. It just, it, there's, there's nothing. There's, it doesn't reinvent the wheel in any way, but it, it does a pretty good job of just kind of being a cool, chip, chill, uh, hip hop song. Uh, what did you think, Cass? Um, I I like it. There to me, they're still finding how their voices work to, together, and this it, it works together really well. They, they there's a lot more time and effort put into this than kind of some of the other stuff we've heard from them. Um, and I, I think they're kind of starting to find that style and how their style works well as a group, you know? Because I think they all kind of have pretty good individual style, but it, you have to find how to meld those things together really well. And and Casper still uses, as, is still finding out what to do with her hands. Yes. <laughs> She's still learning. I think at least they gave her a few takes to kind of like try out some things, you know? Yeah. It's like, all right, well, no, all right, let's, let's try to go do that again. That, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, that was a good one, honey. Let's 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 go again. A little less awkward. Like, all right, this. Um, all right, all right. I will go with that one. We'll just try something different in the next. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, don't put your hand. You know what? We're gonna go with the first take. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in the end, she's gonna find it. Find her kind of her flow and her rhythm. Uh and like we said when we first started kind of poking fun at her for for not quite knowing what to do with her hands uh in the end uh you know that's it, not a huge deal because we you know we we talked about how top back in the day <laughs> top with the mm-hmm. and then the kick <laughs> just a uh, uh, kick uh yeah she'll find her way one day one Day, love will find you. Break those. 
Uh, Jane said, bind you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, in the end, yeah. that was some cool music. Uh, that's it for what's new this yeah, week. Great, some some great new releases this week. Some great new kind of music for you to go check out if you haven't heard any of that stuff before. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's pretty it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Now we're going to transition over to our headlines. So join us over headlines. there. here in the headline segment welcome ladies and gentlemen uh let's kind of get started of course we kind of uh played the video at the beginning there as our intro video but let's let's go ahead and uh go into this uh tmz mocks exid fits as much racism into one segment as possible because they're tmz uh tmz fit as much racism as possible into one segment as they mocked exid for being asian and not speaking fluent english uh y'all heard it um uh, uh yeah because of tmz as a bonus it includes the typical self-hating asian Wait, american they use the first paragraph as their as their headline yes uh not quite not quite the well you know it's this isn't journalism this is just a blog <laughs> this is this is just I'm a dude's just blog saying, we love we love asian junkie asian junkie is where we get a majority of our stories from i'm just saying <laughs> you could have shortened am... the title a little bit and just not had us read the same thing twice. Love yes. you, Asian Junkie. One of the, my favorite K-pop blogs out there, or just, you know, a- Asian-inspired blogs out there, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, as a bonus, it includes yes. the typical self-hating Asian-American to cap it off. Uh, see, guys, this now you know what the type of Asian-Americans I talk about when I complain about them. That's the over-under on her having I only think- white friends. I wouldn't say that she's a hating Asian American. I I think all right. So she's a house slave. I'm not defending. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) I'm not defending TMZ in any way, shape, or form. That is not journalism. Okay, like that is definitely not journalism. That's sensationalism. Um, but I will say she kind of just goes. She just kind of looks at the situation and goes, yeah, she could have been a lot fucking ruder. You know, she doesn't say yeah. that exactly because I'm pretty sure she likes and wants to keep her job. Yes. Um, and uh, I think it's one of those things where I don't, I don't, I don't know how anybody took this thing, right? This, this TMZ thing of them like talking about K-pop and thought it was going to be good. Yes, you know what I'm no. saying? Who, who I, I, I want to meet the person out there, and I, I'm pretty sure nobody at Asian Junkie thought this, and I, and I'm hoping nobody who's a K-pop fan thought this at all. Yeah, thought that holy shit, they're they're gonna talk about the fact that uh, AXID came to America, and thought that they were going to have any knowledge, any care, or anything at all about any of that, because the things that they know they don't care about, they they want to print sensationalism. So what was what was the best to make a uh, a joke about it and to do that or whatever and to try yeah. to get people laugh because no one else that they're going to report this shit to gives a fuck um, yeah. and just that's what it is it's like yeah. I don't look at any TMZ stuff I don't I don't generally talk about any TMZ stuff we're mainly like kind of the main point in this it's oh it's tmz being tmz and you know this asian girl in here doesn't defend anything as if you expect her to you know um and i think sometimes fandom mixes care you know like like your your fandom for something and i i think this is a little bit in this in this article in asian junkie and it's i think it's something i kind of want to stretch across to to all of us who kind of take our fandom and then front face it you know because because ift if oh god iatfb as asian junkie does this a lot where he takes this fandom and he takes this care of of what they do the writing, the reporting, the the collection of information to put these things front facing 
for other people to care about as much as we do here. You know, we take those things, we kind of analyze them, we make our own thoughts, and then we we put those forward facing here on Hollyjuku. Um, but I think at no point can we ever get it confused that our style of reporting, our style of doing any of these things, even though we're doing whatever everyone else does in, in this day and age, you know, we're making blogs, we're making shows dedicated to the things that we talk about. Nobody's going to care except for the people who already care. Um, so even giving any space and time to the fact that one TMZ talked about K-pop, two that they were disrespectful about it, and three that nobody in that room gave a fuck enough to defend it, you know? Yeah. Like those are not gonna ever happen in TMZ. Um those are not gonna generally happen anywhere in the rest of the world. Yeah. I think the better thing would have been to talk about holy shit, you know, EXID came to America and got an amazing response from their fans. Yes. From their American fans. You know what I'm saying? To to be met as if they were in Korea, you know, coming yeah. to the airport. Or as if they went to Japan to promote and they were in an airport and, you know, they were being bombarded by fans. And EXID to me, even in this small clip that you see in the TMZ shit, handled it like fucking bosses. They're taking pictures with fans. They're signing things. They're like, like, you don't see, you know, security rushing people out of the way in, in in this sense or anything like that. It's like they came in and they embraced it and the fans embraced them for embracing the fact that they were there, you know? And yeah. I think that's the better thing to talk about. I think that's the more awesome thing to talk yeah. about. And that, to me, goes to grow that brand of EXID yeah. to show that, you know, they came in and they just were like, fuck, bring it on, you know? Like, yeah. fuck yeah, bring it on. Who, you want to take a picture let's go let's do it you yeah. know like um, that is the more amazing thing. yeah so and i think overall it, it was just a silly dumb thing um it was and and i kind of going to the different conversations that were going around on on uh on like reddit uh there was a whole like uh reddit post on our k-pop uh talking about well you know before we, we we lynch these people before we talk about these people let's let's talk about all these k-pop idols making fun of christina uh and they you know uh, i don't know if you are aware who christina is uh she's that impression that a lot of the k-pop idols do that uh because she was a uh uh personality on the on a show of like foreigners that you know were living in korea and speaking korean and she's italian uh and people are like well you know k-pop idols in you know in return k-pop idols were doing all that what about that what about that and like i i had to go in there and say well that's like impersonating arnold schwarzenegger or fucking christopher walken that's not the same thing also if you want to draw any analogies it's basically like this in the same mindscape you know all those kind of like things that happen in korea that are kind of racially insensitive or racially ignorant they kind of exist in that same category of the actions of a of a complacent and uh, ignorant racial majority. You know, they're the white people of Korea, so they do white people shit. Uh, but that being said, this was just like like I said on Reddit. This was just silly and dumb. It's TMZ being TMZ. It's not worthy of torches and pitchforks. But a good, you know, middle finger and a and a fuck you in the general direction, and then we can move on with our lives, you know. Like I, I even, like I did. I don't even, and I don't then even move think on. That does anything? You know what I'm saying? Just kind of for just for the personal. At the end of the day, just for your own kind of, of catharsis, really, more than anything. Just to kind I of guess, but if, you, if you feel that emotional it about it, just kind of give ah eh, fuck you, and then like move on with your life. And just kind of continue Any, to be a fan. Anything you give, yeah. Anything, you, but any attention you give TMZ is what TMZ wants because yeah. that means you look at, and they got that in print, and then that means that they can then sell that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the better thing is to go, yeah, that's that. moving on with my life. You know, yes. like, and just not give a, just right. give a, right. which is. Which, what, what, gonna, which is what I'm typing in this all K-pop article right now. <laughs> can we stop them? Not all K-pop. This Asian junkie article right now is can we not give a fuck about TMZ? <laughs> yes. Uh, but moving on as we as we are wont to do. Uh, 
show me the money judging panel amusingly includes Jay Park and Zico. Uh, so show me the money judging panel got announced. Uh, it's going to include Jay Park. It's going to include Zico. And of course, it's going to include Tableau, uh, Jin Yushan, uh, let's see, uh, that's, uh, Verbal Gent, uh, and, uh, your boy, Sunny. Uh, which is funny because we know that P-Type is going to be on Show Me the Money this year. Uh, and that brings up the idea of Jay Park telling P-Type uh, something about his rapping. And mm-hmm. that's hilarious. Uh, the judging panel for Show Me the Money 4 includes one Jay Park, which is just fucking hilarious to me. Uh, Zico is there as well, and at least he does have a rapping talent. But it means he's judging his brother, Taehoon, who he fights with all the time. Uh, linking to an article. Gold. Specifically for clusterfuck purposes, the thought of Jay Park telling P-Type or Black Nut or Basic or whoever that they failed as rappers in his eyes is just so amusing to me. I don't care if there's if he's there mainly because he has a company or crew or whatever. It's irrelevant to my amusement from his dream scenario. I need this. Uh, also, they include a, a great uh, comment here. Uh, this is like Jay Park. This commenter is like Jay Park is founder of the one of the most popular hip hop R and B labels in Korea right now. Jay Park wasn't a good rapper. How the fuck does he work with rappers like Swings and Doki? Like, yeah, they work with him because his rapping talent. Sure. <laughs> uh, I know. I know you. Sorry, you, gonna... you, you were probably would give a rebuttal, but uh, well, first off, what do you think of this judging? Let's let's let's. Talk about Jay Park and Zico. Let's, what do you think of this whole judging panel? Uh, okay. Just going into this new season of, of Show Me the Money. What do you think of it overall? I think, I'm going to put it this way, right? I think this year, last year was more, let's get rappers. To, yes. let's, get, let's get Korean rappers to judge this, right? Um, and that made it fun. That made it more of a competition. That made more of a show of it. Um, and I think the idea this time in some of the pairings and some of the people um, is let's get more, let's get people who understand the production, the entertainment of rap songs a little bit more, yeah. you know? Um, because the way I look at it, um, and this will go into my rebuttal, um, the way I look at it is having Tableau, Sony, Rebel Jet, people like that, right? Those are your people who have been around. Um, those are kind of your old heads, the people who have been around in the game, the people who kind of understand these things. Um, and, you know, I think kind of overall what you, what you lead into um, is you lead into this whole... Uh, how, how am I trying to put this? Um, you lead into this whole kind of idea of let's and I, I think it's kind of the same ideal that ended show me the money or, or where show me the money ended that third season was let's focus on cultivating these rappers let's focus on looking at these rough diamonds and being able to pick at it and go if you if you do this if you do that if if we put this kind of back in track to you if you if you move your words this way kind of people, right? Tableau's really good at that. Sony is exceptional at that. And here here you go. The production things, Jay Park and, and Zyko are really good at those things. You know what I'm saying? Jay Park and Zyko are really good at looking at other people and being like, if we did this this way, this is how it would come out sounding. You know, they have that ear for the music. They may not they may not be when you think about rapping, they may not be the first people you think about as rappers, but not every good rapper makes for a good judge of talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think they're looking for those people that can be good judges of talent, good judges of style, good judges yeah. of how does this fit? How does that work? How do, can we do this? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what they want more. Whereas kind yeah. of last time having Doki and, um, uh, oh my God! Having Doki and having um, Sonny with 
you know, because they kind of ended up having to mix people, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to give these things, where you have Swings there. Swings is a really good rapper. Swings has this judgment of talent, but for Swings, it is all based on your talent as a rapper, your lyricism, how you deliver, how all these things. Swings is already kind of looking for really pre-established people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even even the own even his own people that he brought, like Gilly Boy and and other people that he kind of brought in, he was still really harsh on them in their talent, in their style, in their things. You know, and it, but he didn't really ever give a lot of. And here's what you can do to change them. You know, um, so now you have this panel of people who are pr- producers. Who are who are judges of talent in their own right? Who are who write for other people, not just their themselves, um, and and have that understanding of this. And I think that is going to hopefully make for a better judgment of everything that happens. Make for a better understanding of all the people who who they're going to pick from, and all yeah. these kind of things or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, like if you you know. Uh, you don't need to be a rapper to understand hip hop and and hip hop music. Just like Mel Kiper Jr. can't run a forty, but he still knows how to draft college football players. You know, he still knows yeah. how to judge football talent. So it's like uh, you can be. You don't have to play baseball to be a baseball analyst. You know, you don't have to. It, you can be a judge of like what's good out there. Uh, but it's still funny. Like it's still amusing to kind of think about these things. Uh, so you know, there's been some rumors here and there about some of the uh, people that are going to be on the show. Um, there's of course P Type. Uh, we hear a lot of names here and there. We've heard of uh, we've heard of uh, Taewoon, uh, Zico's brother. Uh, we've heard Juicy, formerly of Evil, kind of a, if you remember, if you're, if you're as much of a follower of random Nugu girl groups as uh, we are, uh, you'll remember Evil as kind of being a really cool, I think a group that we've talked about on the show. Uh, so she's going to be on there. A couple, a couple other rappers, uh, I, maybe Casper, she put a picture on Instagram of show me the, the, the show me the money logo. Uh, I didn't get a chance to translate her caption, but uh, she might be on the show. I don't know. Mm. That'd be cool. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. All right. So let's have spoiler alert. Uh, we're going to go ahead and spoil the show for what? you guys. What? Spoiler alert. We're going to go ahead and announce it. So if you don't want to know about what's going to happen on Show Me the Money 4, you can um, stop watching the episode now. Uh, well, actually, no. Just kind of fast forward. I don't know. What you, whatever. Spoiler alert. Wait, what if I don't want to know? Uh, <laughs> uh, you could just go la 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 la. Um, all, right. all right, let's say it now. Uh, winners Mino named Victor of the reality show Show Me the Money for. Um, popular Mnet, re- you know, Seoul, South Korea. Popular Mnet reality show Show Me the Money for. I love it. It's cited as AP. Uh, popular Mnet reality show Show Me the Money for has crowned winners Mino of YG Entertainment as, cha- as its champion in an April 27 press release. A representative from Mnet talked about the results. Uh, Mino applied to be a contestant, same as any other, and we judged him as if he were with any other rapper whose company has promised most riches beyond our wildest dreams. Uh, Mino captivated the judges and the audience with his clever lyrics throughout the competition, and his final per- performance was a sight to behold as he dabbled with his lyrics, Nega, 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 Whoa. Uh, YG CEO Young Hyun Suk com- commented, We did this previously with Bobby and B.I. on Show Me the Money 3, where they got a lot further than they deserved, and Bobby even won. So Mino's victory wasn't a surprise to us at all. He continued, Unfortunately, Bobby exposed himself as a joke shortly after his win, and he even became a meme to international netizens on one trash site in particular. That was an outcome that embarrassed us greatly, so we're hoping Mino does a much better job of maintaining his reputation after all the money we invested into this result. Episodes of Show Me the Money for Mino's push for the hep-hap credibility will begin in June. Um... They cite the Soompi article. Uh, so, what do you think? Me, no. Winner of Show Me the Money 4. I want to wait until I get to watch the whole show and see what it was. Because, you know, knowing, kind of starting to watch 
I, I started to watch Show Me the Money 3, and then halfway <laughs> through, I kind of found out what the results were, and found out that, that Bobby won. Um, and I wasn't sure how to feel about that. But then watching the whole show and seeing Bobby's performances and, and seeing how those were pretty well put together, I don't necessarily... I, I mean, I did agree that Bobby should have won overall, but kind of looking at other things, I kind of wished Iron would have won um, because I feel like he did a lot more to show different kind of styles of pop and how well he could work in those different mediums and has continued to do that in the releases that he has worked on and done since the show. Um, so, but knowing, kind of already having this this idea of Mino as a, as a pretty good rapper. Mino yeah. is a really, really good rapper on um, his own. I, I'm not really fond of the times that I have listened to him on Winter when he's rapping because it just sometimes doesn't fit. But But yeah, um, you know, but yeah, pulling back the curtain where he didn't obviously he didn't actually win. <laughs> they haven't right. actually started the show, uh, but right. just the idea of having him on the show, which is it was is interesting, uh, especially kind of. I, I I still need to go back and see watch Show Me the Money three. I know I've been saying that a lot. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> uh, I need to you know I I do find myself in the more moments uh, you know, during the day where. Uh, freaking! I'm like, well, what do I watch now? And like, you know, I, I realized, well, I probably should be watching Show Me the Money Three because it's one of those things I keep having on my docket. But um, it, it it is funny to kind of uh, make these jokes about you know his win being in the bag. Yeah. That's why I say, I mean, that's how most people are gonna feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, even 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 kind of reading it as a joke, that's how I feel. Because he is a pretty well-established rapper, and all this press going into it is probably going to help a lot. But it also depends on who he's going to be up against. You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on... Depends on how they book it. <laughs> yeah. Depends on um, how creative books it. Uh, may, hopefully they don't uh, pull a Raymond, Roman Reigns on him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, where he, where he comes list. out and he's like, man, easy win. Oh, wait, who Brock Lesnar? Oh. Huh. So I'm not gonna. All right, I'm not gonna. Win. All right. <laughs> I mean, I thought I. Well, no, I'm well, over it. I'm well, already over it. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it works out well. It's gonna be interesting. Interesting to see uh, how it works on Show Me the Money for some of the contestants. They're they're announcing more uh, by the moment. Um, actually, I think I saw somewhere on Reddit. They had like a rumored list of Show Me the Money contestants. Uh, let me see. Show Me the Money. Uh, all right. Let me go back to our K-pop. Uh, show Me the Money. Because I accidentally searched all of Reddit. And that's not useful. <laughs> uh, let's see. Show me the money limited to links from this past month. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's going to be, I know a couple of the ones that definitely were announced was Evolve Juicy and Top Dogs, Kido and Yano <laughs> are going to be on there. Um, Juhan. Oh, there's another name that's going to be on there. Juhan of Monster X. Uh, our boy. Juhan, uh, no shotgun announcement yet. That's the that's the name I would Rigged. want. Rigged. <laughs> shotgun was robbed well, again. Well, we well, we don't know. It's only we're only hearing snippets right, here right. and there. Maybe we'll get a rematch. You know, shotgun versus Juhan rematch. Uh, it is on Mnet, so it'll be a continuation of that reality show. So they might be. It's going to be on the same network as that. Does uh. As freaking uh, no mercy, so there there is going to be some uh, crossover talk. They're going to talk reference that other show, so it'll be interesting to see that. Um, I don't know. It's of course you know it's something that hasn't happened, so it's a wait and see thing. Uh, so we we'll look forward to that. Uh, last headline. Speaking of dumb things, 
Uh, last headline. Random Canadian dude now identifies as synthetic Korean set to release K-pop album. Uh, some random dude from Canada who has reborn himself as Cha sang is going to be releasing a K-pop album with eight tracks, which will hopefully be released by the end of 2015. This Chad future killer is having his future enabled by producer Donnie King and poet Sung Rim. In all seriousness, I'm not going to judge music before it comes out, but here are some choice quotes from a recent interview with him. Uh, one unique artist from Canada who calls himself a synthetic Korean, Cha sang is hoping to become just that and bring something new to the K-pop scene. Uh, the interview, can you tell us your real name? Uh, he says, as far as my real name, I'd rather keep it a secret and try to forget him. He's very boring and doesn't speak a word of Korean. One of my favorite K-pop artists is Psy, because besides being so talented, he is Cha sang father. Congratulations, Korea, because this is the apex soft power right here. J-Pen went, J- J-Pen, Japan went through this with Weeaboos before, and now there's dudes who basically want to be reborn as Korean. What do you even want to say? Uh, I guess maybe this is another thesis project? Referencing EXP? Check out, you know, he has his website, uh, Maheo, and you can listen to a preview of two of his tracks uh, in his music's uh, site. So, Kaz, synthetic Korean thoughts? Uh, I, <sighs> okay. All right. I've got my shit together. (laughs) Took me a minute. Here we go. I am, I, I, myself, am kind of a fan of a lot of things Korean. I I like the Korean lifestyle. I like um, a lot of, I like a lot of different things. I like how a lot of different things work and how a lot of different things flow with Korean. I very much am somebody who has gone to Korea for the, the short time that I was there, and I really enjoyed it, and I really liked the lifestyle there. Um, it was very much in a visit lifestyle, you know, but I thought, hey, this is a place, if I, if I had the chance and I had the opportunity, I could live here. Um, I do have a Korean flag on my wall, you know? Um, but that's as far as it goes for me, you know? Um, uh, that is as far as it goes for me. The Korean flag on my wall, you know, the, the love and admiration for, for that region of the world, and that's it. I think this kind of stuff, if, if you have respect for these kind of things, you're kind of making a joke of it even if you're not even if you're not even if he's super fucking genuine no matter what he's still kind of making a joke of it you know yeah. and yeah this is silly <laughs> uh, I, just, I, I just i i want to i want to rip it apart but <laughs> it makes you sad um <laughs> yeah it's creepy as hell <laughs> just that picture of his baldness and like uh if you listen to the tracks they're kind of whatever uh, he's got all the korean up on the up on the thing uh it's just i mean let's listen uh we can go ahead and get a chance to to listen to it uh right, I'll let's yeah no that one says i go korea like oh my korea and the other one is what done something road um yeah that guy yeah um 
So that's a thing. I need... I need mental floss. After that. Yeah. So... Let's yeah. go to Rocket News. And find something. Hey! Want socks with that? McDonald's Japan attempts to win customers with fast food and toasty feet. Hey, all right, that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, uh, McDonald's hasn't been doing so well in Japan for a while now, but they're still plugging away at the Japanese market, trying to stay popular in a country that has plenty of burger joints, cha- chains of its own, and without any of those awkward food scandals at that. Uh huh. <laughs> It seems their latest gimmick, giving away free stripy socks akin to those Ronald McDonald wears, is doing more to win over customers than any of the special creations they've created, tried to previously tried, tried to use as bait. However, turns out the sock baiting, <laughs> sock baiting, uh, actually has philanthropic motivations. However, customers who donate an amount of three over three hundred yen to at any McDonald's store to the Ronald McDonald House Charities Group will receive a f- free pair of Ronald McDonald's stripy socks in exchange. It seems that Japan Japan's McDonald's munchers were so happy with the socks they took to Twitter on mass to tweet their approval. Uh, I see some people wearing the socks and uh, enjoying them. Uh, we have to say that the socks do look cute. If they had McDonald's logo on them or a picture of Ronald McDonald's horrifying face, we'd probably have to stay clear. <laughs> Uh, but since there's just red and white stripes, they're more easy to pair with a variety of outfits. They kind of look like candy. Smart move, McDonald. Uh, yeah, cute socks. Well, what do you think? You want, well, you want some stripy socks? I, I don't want, uh, stripy socks myself, but I know a lot of people who enjoy the stripy socks, so, uh, hey. Yeah, just, uh, you know, raising money for Ronald McDonald's house, which is yeah. nice. Uh, I think that's a better story to end on than yes. Stripey socks for everyone. Stripey socks for everyone. Go get your stripey socks. Why don't we have shit like that? Why do they give us shitty toys and fucking and, and try to make us win millions of dollars with their shitty McDonald's game? I don't want that. You know what? Give me cool fucking. Give me you know. I I mean, like I said, I don't want them for myself specifically, but you know, start giving us um, Pokemon uh, plushies or or uh, other kind of things. You know? Yeah. In the name of charity. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. McDonald's, heed our words. Bring that stuff here. Ah, uh, but that's it for another fantastic episode of Juku. Uh, Kaz. Hey. What do you got going on in your world? Um, if everybody goes and check out uh, the DKG Whelps, uh, you can, you know, find it a your podcatcher of choice, or you can find it over on iTunes. Go over to iTunes, give a lovely, lovely review. Um, you know, and also go to YouTube and check out DKGS, our lovely game show that we now do, uh, bi-weekly at the yes. moment. Um, Maybe at some point there will be hopefully some advertisements or something that will give us money to do that show weekly. Uh, and Or if you want to be a contestant on the show, you can tweet me, you can tweet the show, you can tweet our producer, uh, T2T2. I want to be a contestant. Twitter. You go through the same channels as everyone else. Okay. Um, <laughs> you you can, can do that. So uh, tweet myself or, or T2T2. We're, we're trying to kind of make a list of, of people. Um, it's not one of these things where you got to be, you know, a, a person in the know to be on the show. Uh, it is just a fun little game show. The only thing you need is a webcam and a microphone and a pair of headphones. A pair of headphones. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is always important. Um but yeah, it's a it's a fun, interesting idea that we had that T2T2 turned into an actual thing. Um, me and uh, another other Met, who is somebody else you can also tweet at um, on, on the Twitter, are both writing the show. We come up and do the research for the trivia. Then, you know, we turn it into the little uh, individual games that we have. So right now it's been a lot of fun. Everybody seems to enjoy it. But, you know, we definitely need more people to watch uh, watch and listen and, and uh, you know, give it 
good vibes. We're still in alpha, the alpha stages right now. Uh, so, oh, yes. and I got a tweet from from one PD Rave. Yes, one to be on DKGS. Yes, um, but yeah, so so definitely do that. Look out for those things, um, and just I don't know. Thank you for everybody who's been paying attention to all this shitty content that we make. Lately. Yes, um, there's a lot of it um, th- that we all make, uh, you know, separately and together. So, um, yeah. just thank you, thank you, thank you, motherfucker said thank you. Thank you, right inside your pussy. Uh, earning that explicit tag. I don't know why. This is a K-pop show. K-pop show. Uh, probably shouldn't be explicit. But we are. Sometimes we gotta talk about the hard-hitting things. And I'm in any show I'm on should probably be explicit. Because yeah, at exactly. some point I'm gonna rage at something. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but that's it. Uh, you can follow... You know, he has a keen cast. I'm at PD Rave. The show is the Halijuku. Kpoppodcast.com. Hallyjuku.com, you can remember that. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. YouTube.com slash TV. Subscribe, share, like, do all the things. iTunes, Stitcher, all over the places. Uh, just look us up and check out all of our stuff. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Fighting. Well, didn't they tell you, don't you know? you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>